Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story is from Lady Savings. It is a story we've covered in the past, but now has multiple new updates attached to it as well so if you do want to skip parts of the story totally understandable use the timestamps down along the timeline and the description below thank you and it's titled am i the arsehole husband accused me of financial infidelity husband 33 male and 33 female have been married for 10 years together since college since starting out we have made financial security a priority and we've been able to achieve that albeit with some good luck along the way. We both have good jobs, paying close to 200k each. Student loans were paid off within a few years. Both went to state schools with some scholarships, so didn't have a lot of debt to begin with. We live in a house I inherited from my grandmother, no mortgage, and don't have any credit card debt. We maxed out our 401ks and currently have 18 months of expenses in our emergency fund, but still adding to it. Our cars are both paid off and should be good for another five plus years. We don't have any credit card debt. We manage our finances in a hybrid manner. Joint accounts for bills and savings and separate accounts for our fund money. Each get a pretty generous monthly allotment. The fund money is strictly for our individual expenses. Hobbies, clothes, outing with friends, etc. And not for things like date nights, vacations, or larger joint purchases like household appliances and repairs, which come out of our joint account. We also agreed that if either of us gets any bonuses or has any side hustle income, those will go into our individual fund money accounts. Unless the funds are needed for a larger expense, such as a major home repair. In terms of the fund money, my husband is more of a spender than I am due to expensive hobbies. In particular, golf and collecting sports memorabilia. He's also more into designer clothes, which is fine. It's his fun money. On the other hand, my hobbies are a lot less expensive. Running, working out, reading, baking. In general, I'm more introverted and a great time for me is tea with a friend at one of our homes with homemade pastries. I have also been getting back into gaming lately after setting it aside for much of the past decade while building my career. After realizing I had more than enough in my fun money account, I decided to overhaul my gaming setup and got myself a new PC, desk, and gaming chair. Total cost of about $5,000. However, upon hearing about the purchase, my husband is furious. He says he had no idea I'd saved so much money and that I should have consulted him before spending $5,000. He asked what difference it made if it was my own accrued fund money and not our joint funds and he insisted that my accumulating this amount without telling him was a form of financial infidelity. He says he lost trust in me and doesn't know what else I might be hiding. He's demanding that I return the items I purchased and deposit most of the funds to our joint account. He wants to make a new rule that fund money accounts can't accumulate more than $2,000 
and that any excess goes back to the joint account, a rule that would obviously favor him as a person who spends most of his allotment each month instead of saving up for anything bigger. I feel like I am being punished for being more of a day-to-day -day saver than a spender. It wouldn't occur to me to know how much my husband has in his fund money account or try to micromanage what he spends it on. I wasn't hiding anything deliberately. I never asked about it until after I made the purchases. Still, maybe I should have been more transparent about my plans. So, am I the arsehole? Miscellaneous info. Husband and I each have our own office and hobby room in the house, so it's not like the gaming setup was going in a space he uses. I don't usually game when my husband is home unless he's already busy doing something else. My biggest block of gaming time is typically when he's off playing golf. Also, I run 40 to 50 miles a week, so it's not like I am generally sedentary. I can't think of a good reason why he would object to me gaming or have a nice gaming setup in my own space in the house. And I can't remember what I said the first time round we read this, but I imagine I'm feeling exactly the same as that, you know, it's not your issue that he's spending all his fun money month to month and that you're saving it, that you're being smart by saving it for the bigger things that you want. And the fact that he's accusing you of financial infidelity or calling it that is a red flag in itself. But Lost Dragon says, not the arsehole, he sounds super controlling and greedy. My wife and I manage our finances in a similar way. She spends her money on whatever she wants and I blow mine on outdoor stuff and video games. We have joint checking and savings for household expenses, kids, vacations, etc. I'd sit him down and tell him how he chooses to spend his own money as his business and how you spend yours is your business. He agreed to this arrangement and doesn't get to change the rules because he chooses to manage his money differently than you and you aren't going to return anything because he's acting like a spoiled man-child who didn't get a new toy when you did. OP responds to that and says, I actually had and have a lot more than 5k saved. We've had this arrangement for a few years and I typically only spend about $500 of my allotted $1,500 a month. Maybe a bit more some months if I need to replace my running shoes, buy other clothes or have any outings with friends planned like concerts, but in that range. John Menet Palm says, not the arsehole, this isn't a money issue, it's a control issue. Seems like you've spooked him by showing you can quietly amass funds out of sight. You are making a good income and have few expenses, so 5k should not be that big a deal regardless of the circumstance. The only reason it is, is because your spouse thinks he should have a say in your spending. Read freedom. I'm not saying this is abusive behavior. It could be something else. But this is a thing abusers do. Better to nip it in the bud. Do not agree to the new 2k limit. Push back. Miyuki says it's funny that he's accusing you of financial infidelity when he's trying to manipulate you into handing over money you saved. This is a naked money grab, not the arsehole. OP says yes, it does feel like he's trying to change the rules and make me feel guilty about spending all my extra money right away. Honestly, this is one of the main reasons I thought separate discretionary accounts was a good idea. Ironically, I thought it would prevent arguments like this about what we should be spending or saving. And one more comment from Darkulus, he says, not the arsehole. I wouldn't do anything nuclear, but I'd have a conversation with him about how you don't question how he spends his fun money and how he should give you the same respect. There has to be something else going on as you guys seem to be doing pretty well in the money department. Is he worried he's going to be laid off or something? Opie says, that's a good idea to discuss what he might be worried about. Of course, nothing is 100% certain in this economy, but our jobs both seem very stable. And again, we have enough save to last at least a year and a half, even if we both drop down to zero income. 
But OP does come in with their first update. First, they give a TLDR about what happened in the previous post, which we won't read, but it says, anyway, here is the update. My husband finally calmed down enough to have a conversation with me. As many others who provided comments suggested, it wasn't really about the money, but a window into larger issues in our relationship. Essentially, my husband has been feeling increasingly unhappy with me for a while for the following reasons. In general, he feels that he's a lot more committed to his career development than I am to mine. It's true that although we currently have about the same income, the ceiling for his field, finance, is a lot higher than the one for mine, tech and software development. He's currently in an executive training program and I'm decidedly not. He's feeling resentful that he's having to work long hours in a high-pressure environment. Well, I get to go to work primarily at home, doing something that is fun, fairly easy for me, and I'm not stretching myself to do more. He's concerned that over time, these resentments are going to build, and I'm not going to end up pulling my weight financially if he takes huge leaps in his career, and I don't. He remarked that since getting back into gaming a few months ago, I've been putting a bit less effort into cooking. I do nearly all the cooking because I work at home and have an easier schedule. It's true that I have been fixing simpler meals, things like grilled chicken salads or chili with cornbread instead of elaborate meals with fussier foods and several sides. He has also noticed that I haven't been doing the elaborate table settings I used to with flowers on the table, fancy placemats, etc. Honestly, I didn't realize he had noticed or cared about this, but apparently he does. Acts of service are one of his main love languages, so overall he's feeling a little neglected because of this. He also feels I'm not putting enough effort into my appearance. Not in terms of weight and body, I'm a long distance runner and slim, but in terms of things like clothes, hair, etc. It's true that I've never paid much attention to these things. Given that I work at home in tech, the standard for appearances is extremely low and I far exceed that. I tend to buy simple, practical clothes at places like Target and Walmart, don't wear much makeup and keep my hair in a simple ponytail. I do glam up a lot more for date nights and other dressy occasions but most days he comes home from work to find me in a t-shirt and yoga pants with no makeup. And he wants me to make more of an effort. The bottom line is that because of all these things, he started to notice other women. Saying he hasn't cheated, he's just noticing other people because he's regularly disappointed in me. In particular, given that he works in finance, there are a good number of very career-oriented type A women who manage to have fantastic bodies, be effortlessly polished and glam, and have more interesting hobbies. He also says he feels horrible about all this because he knows I'm a good person and that he's being judgmental. That it's not so much I've changed as that his own goals and expectations have changed in the past couple of years. The financial infidelity part came into because he feels I'm not really invested in myself and our relationship, thus cheating on our future in a sense. He also says he loves me enough to be honest. I do believe he isn't trying to be hurtful. I really had to drag all of this out of him that he doesn't want us to drift apart further, that he doesn't want to be angry and resentful, and he knows he is asking for a lot. I know that many on this sub might say I should just tell him to take a hike and call my lawyer, but we've been married for 10 years, I've invested a lot in the relationship, and I want to see if the marriage can be saved. So a couple of things. First, we did make an appointment with a marriage counselor and start next week. Also, I'm going to try to do at least some of the above. I'm not sure about making myself be more professionally ambitious, and I'm already happy with my work-life balance and already financially comfortable. But I can at least try and do it other things, return to spending more time on cooking and decor and fix myself up a bit when he's on his way home from work. Now that I know they are important to him, 
I also know that in the end, I may feel like I'm just tiptoeing around and contorting myself to please him, but it won't cost me much, certainly much less than a divorce, to try for a month or two and see how we both feel. And I know I would always regret it if I didn't try. So maybe not the update you were expecting or hoping for, but that's where things are. And if folks continue to be interested, I can update further once we have started marriage counseling and once I can feel out how the changes are going. Edit. I need to call it a night, but once again, thank you to everyone for your responses. They were really eye-opening and helped me to see that I do deserve better than the way I am being treated and that the expectations my husband is laying out for me are unfair and unrealistic, especially as he isn't doing anything at all to make it easier for me to meet them or to show me he appreciates my efforts and everything I do bring to the table. I am indeed conditioned to be a very people-pleasing and that is impacting what I think is reasonable here. I have a lot to think about such as, what do I really want here? What is going to make me happy? Especially if I have to keep making myself smaller, metaphorically speaking, and contorting myself to please my husband. Do I really want to be in a marriage under those conditions? I think I'm really selling myself short if I just agree to most of his demands still going to go to marriage counseling appointment but i think i will wait to make any other changes until we can at least get some professional input additional edit to clarify my typical at home attire look that he's been complaining about looks something like this opie says this is not me but a similar look fitted short sleeves yoga pants hair in a ponytail something that looks casual but neat i am not wearing sloppy baggy sweatpants and oversized t-shirts and the picture was there, but unfortunately it's been removed. But I imagine that you can picture it from Opie's description there. But Opie comes in with a new post, shares their first two posts and says, So the more I thought about it, the more his requests, demands really, were sitting poorly with me. I decided to try a little experiment over the weekend to see what would happen if I tried to meet some of his demands. Not because I actually thought they were reasonable, but because I increasingly had the sense that the goalposts would just keep moving, that I was playing a losing game. So Saturday morning, I went to the salon for a glow up, haircut, fresh highlights, mani, pedi, then went to the farmer's market to pick fresh flowers for our table and assorted other gourmet ingredients. Saturday is usually our date night out, but I suggested we stay in so I could make us a special dinner, steakhouse style. Lobster bisque, bread basket with several types of rolls and savory muffins made from scratch, crab stuffed mushrooms, filet mignon, au gratin potatoes, white chocolate mousse topped with raspberries. I wore a lavender, his favorite color on me, sheath dress and high heels, fully done hair and makeup. For all of that, I got a lukewarm, thanks, it was tasty, and a kiss on the cheek. Of course, I did all the serving and cleanup. Sunday, we usually go out, but he suggested I make us brunch at home. I made French press coffee, mimosas with fresh squeezed orange juice, Belgian waffles, a banana frosted topping, eggs scrambled with parmesan and fresh herbs from our garden roasted fingerling potatoes and maple glazed bacon. I wore a blue sleeveless sundress, wedge sandals, again, did my hair and makeup. Again, I got a thanks, it's good. No help with serving or cleanup. Afterwards, I asked if this is what he had in mind when he critiqued me before. He said that it was a start, but that I was acting very entitled for wanting credit for basic adulting. He then dropped the bomb that he was being so hard on me because he realized lately I had a lot to make up for due to being a low-value woman. I asked what on earth he meant by that and he said it was because I wasn't a virgin when we met. What? Keep in mind we started dating at 21. Neither of us claimed to be virgins or stated that as an expectation, except for very religious people. 
neither of us is, I don't think most 20-year-old college students are virgins. I was up front with him then that I had two previous partners. My high school boyfriend, we went our separate ways when we went to different colleges in different parts of the country, and another boyfriend I had met my first year of college. And that's it. Both committed relationships and nothing casual. He then went on to say that because of my low value, I was going to need to be making it up for him for the rest of my life that I didn't deserve monogamy or equal treatment and that I was lucky that anyone at all wanted to marry me and that he's connected with someone from work so if I wanted to keep him, I'd better step up. I told him it didn't sound like there was anything to keep if he no longer loved me or even liked or respected me. I told him to leave and he said he would gladly go to his girlfriend's place. I know so many people here insisted he was having an affair and I just didn't want to see it and his complaints were really all part of a campaign to distance himself from me. I feel so foolish for just thinking he was going through a stressful time at work or that he genuinely wanted to work on our marriage. Anyway, I've taken the week off work to get my head together, have an appointment with a lawyer tomorrow, cancelled the marriage counselling appointment, I got a referral to an individual therapist who can do an intake session with me later in the week. He and the girlfriend apparently are coming this evening to get more of his clothes and things, so I have to brace myself for that. Also, please be assured, I do not think I am low value in any way. I let my husband make me think less of myself on some levels for a short time, but now I truly see it was a him problem. Obviously, we don't share the same goals and values. He's become someone I don't recognize. I know the divorce won't be fun or easy, but I will be okay. Thank you all for helping me see that I was being played before I wasted too much more time in a marriage that was already over. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. OP's next update says, hi all. I was going to post another update, at least not this soon, but I've gotten dozens of DMs and messages asking if I'm okay and how things are going. So this is specifically in response to those who are checking in on me. OP then recaps the previous part of the story then says, so he was supposed to go and get his stuff on Tuesday evening, a couple of days ago, but told me at the last minute he couldn't because Amy, his girlfriend, wasn't feeling well. Some people called in the comments, but yes, she's pregnant apparently. He told me this on text, so I have proof of the affair in writing now. It's not just his word against mine. Anyway, I didn't want him to keep jerking me around on the schedule for whatever reason, so I told him I'd pack his stuff for him and arrange for movers. I think it's better that way. I really didn't want him or them in the house. I already had arranged for a friend to come over on Tuesday when he and Amy were supposed to come by, so the two of us spent the evening packing his clothes and other personal effects. The movers came yesterday and, the, and got the boxes and the furniture items he wanted. 
He didn't want much, just stuff from his home office in his dresser, as apparently Amy's apartment is small. I provided a detailed inventory and photos of everything which he approved, so he can't say that I broke or otherwise ruined his stuff. After that yesterday, I went to the clinic to get STD tests. Won't have the results for a week or so, but thankfully I haven't had any symptoms. I met with my lawyer, who said I had a good case for grounds of adultery and mental cruelty if I want or need to go that route. At a minimum, it's leverage to get him to settle quickly and quietly. Also locked down all the finances with the parameters provided by lawyer so that he can't empty our joint funds or take anything that belongs to me. Changed account beneficiaries and all that fun stuff. Changed the locks to the house too. I decided to take the advice of some of the commenters and, and get him rid of the bed and other bedroom furniture I shared with him. I'm donating it. Someone is coming this afternoon to haul it all off. and I'm going to completely redecorate the bedroom to my own taste. It will take a bit. Staying in one of the guest rooms in the meantime. I'm also taking the spa weekend away, leaving tomorrow morning and back Sunday night, just to get a change of scenery before I have to go back to work next week. And yes, even after buying the gaming setup, I have plenty of fun money left in my account to afford my lawyer's retainer and doing the bedroom as well as my getaway, with plenty left over. Here's to frugality when it counts. Those are the main updates for the moment. I'm doing better than expected, I think, and realizing more day by day that it really wasn't a good marriage at least not for the last couple of years when he started expecting me to do everything around the house and all the other emotional labor of running our lives outside of work. With no help and little to no gratitude, Amy sure is going to have her hands full. Edit once again and I cannot thank you enough here. I cannot thank everyone here enough. I need to get ready for my spa weekend away. Apologies in advance if I have not responded to your comments or DMs, but I am really grateful for all the support and encouragement. Hopefully there won't be any more notable updates for a while. I really just want smooth and easy divorce and to get on with my life. So please keep your fingers crossed for me. OP's new update again goes over the previous updates and says, I'm updating again here because a lot of kind people have been checking in with well wishes and to see how I'm holding up. Sorry for not updating sooner, but as soon as I got back from the spa weekend I mentioned in my last update, I dove into working with my attorney on the divorce settlement and didn't think it wise to put my business on the internet, however anonymously, for the legal issues up in the air. The good news is that we're able to come to an agreement pretty quickly and everything is now executed. Just waiting for the court date, which could take another couple of months, but my lawyer says the agreement is airtight. It wasn't quite as favorable as most of all you lovely folks probably would have wanted for me, but I was highly motivated to get it done fast. I did get everything that really mattered to me. First, the house I inherited from my grandmother is 100% mine, along with all the other furnishings and other effects in the house. My own retirement accounts and my fun money account are all mine as well. Otherwise, I did have to give him 75% of other cash assets. Although he wasn't on the title for the house, he did contribute substantially to the large renovation we did, as well as to upkeep since then. And the house appreciated very substantially in the years since we moved in. It's fine as I still have plenty of money, especially as I'm quite frugal most of the time and can rebuild cash savings quickly. Our agreement also states that neither of us has a claim on each other's past, present, or future earnings. So in case something happens and he loses a job before the court date, I won't be liable for any alimony. This is actually overall a very good deal for me and gives me a lot of security. In case anyone is wondering how we got this done so quickly, our state allows divorce on mutual consent grounds, which basically allows for a quick divorce without a legal separation period if the parties come to an agreement about all the finances and assets. Given that Amy is pregnant, 
my soon-to-be ex, let's call him Joe, yes, like the psychopath in the show You, was also very motivated to not drag this out. Now for the real dirt of this update. Last weekend, shortly after all the papers were signed, Amy reached out to me. She asked if we could meet and talk. Perhaps I should have declined, but I will admit I was curious about the 24-year-old prodigy and, until recently, a virgin, person who's Joe's affair partner. I agreed to meet her for lunch. So, the first thing is, Amy is very pregnant, like third trimester. She confirmed that she is due in mid-October, which means the affair has been going on a whole lot longer than Joe let on. Whatever, it's water under the bridge as the divorce is almost final. However, after some polite but chilly pleasantries, she asked me when am I going to be moving out of the house because surely Joe has been patient enough with me giving me time to get my life together. Her apartment is small and they are needing space for the baby. Uh, what? I told her she must be mistaken as the house is mine, inherited from my grandmother. But asked her what else has Joe told her about me and our marriage. And lie after lie, Joe's lies that is, tumbled out of her mouth along with crumbs of the real story. These gems include, well it was true that she and Joe met at work, but it was about a year ago when they were both interviewing for the executive training program they are now in. Amy said though that they first became friends before getting together romantically. Apparently Joe told her that he was legally married, but that we had been separated in spirit and live in separate lives since 2020. That he didn't want to kick me out and make me homeless during the pandemic because I didn't make much money and we live in a HCOL which is a high cost of living, I believe. Joe told Amy that we met in our early 20s when he was mentoring me in a GED prep program, that I was a high school dropout who was struggling with addiction and essentially that he rescued me, helped me get clean, tutored me for my GED and had been supporting me since through gradually working on college classes. He told Amy I was working on prepping for an IT career and was currently making 45K as a help desk technician, but he wanted to make sure I could at least afford a studio apartment. He also told Amy that we had separated because I had relapsed and he couldn't have a meaningful relationship with a drug addict. Uh, all this is lies. My entire history of drug use is occasionally sharing a joint in college, maybe four to five times total, never anything harder. It is true that Amy was a 24-year-old virgin prodigy. Seemed dismayed that Joe had told me that though, at least the virgin part. She said it wasn't a moral issue. She really was just focused on school and work and didn't make time to date. And that generally guys her age seem mostly interested in casual hookups, especially the younger finance bro types. And she wasn't interested in that. But that Joe took the time to get to know her and was actually interested in a meaningful relationship. I asked her if the pregnancy was planned. And she said no, of course not. But it was a miracle because Joe had a vasectomy. So they took that as a sign that they should keep the baby. Uh, no, Joe did not a vasectomy as we're planning to be a child-free couple i suggested it a couple of times over the years he firmly stated he didn't want to alter his body like that so he left birth control as my responsibility so it really does seem that amy is pretty blameless here i mean those of us who have been around the block would likely know not to believe a guy who claims to be separated but is still legally married and living with his wife but without her having any dating relationship experience, I can see where she would have taken him at his word about everything. After all, I didn't know anything was amiss with Joe until a couple of months ago, and I was married to him. Of course, Amy didn't want to believe me. I don't blame her for that either. After all, she's been in a relationship with Joe close to a year and is seven plus months pregnant with his baby. 
It was coming soon, ready or not. I couldn't immediately refute everything she said, but showed her a couple of things. First, a picture of me in my late teens with my grandmother in front of my house, and also my LinkedIn profile, which shows my current job and education. I told her to do what she wanted with the info, and to please stay safe and take care of herself, then said my goodbyes. Yes, it was all very odd and unexpected and surreal. Sorry this is so long, but figured those following my tale will be interested in this turn. I'm not sure if I'll update again. Maybe in a year or so, when I've truly processed everything with lots of therapy, and I'm hopefully on to living my best life. As for Joe and Amy, it's up to them to find whatever their path is. I do hope she wises up and leaves him, but I'm sadly not confident about that. I'm sure he'll probably spin all this in his favor because that's what he does. But I also can't make it my problem anymore. And OP's last update in their sag, which says last time I updated, we had thankfully quickly agreed on divorce settlement that allowed me to protect my most important assets. I had just met with, my mis with his mistress Amy at her request at which time it was made clear he had lied to her about numerous circumstances, such as that our home belonged to him. It did not. I inherited it from my grandmother, and I was an underemployed high school dropout drug addict. I'm not. I have a master's degree and a high-paying tech job. That we'd been separated in spirit for years. Also not true. I didn't know anything until he blurted out the news about his affair over the summer, and that he had a vasectomy. He did not. We talked about it, but he decided not to despite us, him in particular, not wanting kids. I told her the truth and even provided as much evidence as I had on me, but she didn't seem to believe me and went home to Joe. I know quite a few people have been reaching out for more news, but I waited until my divorce was finalized to avoid risking any complications and also just thought it'd be best to let things settle for a bit. The good news is I'm now divorced. The final decree came through a few weeks ago. It actually all went very smoothly. I'm eternally grateful to live in a mutual consent divorce state that allows divorcing couples to proceed quickly if they can come to an agreement on finances and property. On the Joe and Amy front, after my last post, all was quiet for a couple of weeks, until Amy, her due date quickly approaching, reached out again to ask if I'd given any more thought to her offer to pay me 17k to vacate the house quickly so that she and Joe could move in. Again, this is the house I inherited that I own free and clear. But Joe told her he owns it and that he was just giving me time to get my finances together before evicting me. At this point, I decided to package up a lot more evidence of Joe's lies to send on to Amy. I sent her a copy of the deed and property tax records showing the house is in my name only. I sent her copies of my diplomas to prove I'm not a high school dropout. I sent her some info on various professional associations I am involved in and awards I have won to show her I actually do have a senior level job and I'm not underemployed as well as proof of my income. I sent her copies of all my drug test results for the past five years. I have a drug-free workplace and have to test two to three times a year to show I am not an addict. I sent her timestamp photos and text exchanges to show that Joe was still having a romantic relationship with me until July this year. Nothing salacious, just photos of us showing G-rated affection, exchanging loving words over text, etc. I even found a text exchange from a couple of years ago when we last discussed him potentially getting a vasectomy, with his final decision not to proceed with one. A couple of days later, she responded. She believed me. However, in the end, it didn't matter as Joe convinced her he had lied for very good reasons. The way they both tell the story, they met at work and were incredibly drawn to each other in a way that felt inevitable. However, due to Joe being married, he felt that if Amy knew he was, to that point, happily married, 
she would either turn away from him and miss out on the love of a lifetime, or she would go ahead with an affair but be consumed with guilt. So to avoid either of these outcomes, and especially to save Amy from guilt, Joe decided to create an alternative narrative in which he was in a marriage that had ended for all intents and purposes years ago. In all ways, but legally, because I was an uneducated addict who kept relapsing and couldn't get my life together. However, she could essentially believe he was single. How noble of Joe to bear all the guilt alone, slash sarcasm. Unfortunately, Amy said she understood and forgave him immediately. With a baby due any day, I suppose I can sort of understand the desire to justify the lies, even though the reality is horrifying. I suppose it's also not my problem anymore. Amy did have her baby over a month ago. I guess she and Joe will make whatever life together, or not, is meant to be. As for me, I'm doing very well. Actually got a big promotion at work. Not managing people, which I don't want to do, but will be working on higher profile projects with a 40% raise which starts after the new year. The house is really big for just me, so I have a couple of roommates now. A friend who is also going through a divorce moved in, as well as a younger, mid-twenties cousin who moved to the city for work. We're all having a lot of fun together. I'm not really ready to date yet, still in therapy processing all the marital fallout, but getting there and looking forward to whatever new adventures life has to offer. This will probably be my last post, in this series anyway the saga of Joe and Amy, or at least my role in it, is finished. With us legally divorced and having no ongoing financial or other ties, the best thing I can do is leave them to their own story and get on with my Joe-free next phase. Thank you for all listening to my story for much of 2023. I do truly appreciate the support and helpful advice I received along the way. What an update for OP, absolutely amazing. And it sounds like OP did try to help out Amy in this situation and it sounds like she just needs to learn it for herself, which is sad. A lot of people concerned about OP sending Amy all the documents and hopefully that she redacted a lot of the information because of identity theft and all this sort of stuff to which OP confirmed that they did do that. And OP was responding to various other comments below that, just saying, you know, this is their story now, OP's moving on with theirs which I think is just a fantastic thing to do. And I really do wish you all the best moving forward. It sounds like you've been for an absolute time. Now it's time to live your best life. There's always a little worry with me with these stories that, you know, it feels like Joe is going to spiral at some point, realize what he's lost and message OP back. Not that I think ever OP would ever go back with them, but, you know, just bringing more drama into their life, which they clearly don't need. But anyway... Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much, truly. And hopefully, I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better 
Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 